Northwest Christian School Online provides online Christian education for any students ranging from kindergarten to 10th grade. The tuition is fully covered through the state of Arizona's ESA program and is affordable for families out of state. You can count on NCS Online for a rigorous, proven online program that establishes a robust biblical worldview for all students. For more information, go to ncsonline.org. That's ncsonline.org. This is an upside-down kingdom. The Bible is the precondition for the manifestation of truth. If I were sure that I loved God, what would I do? Well, gee. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas. In the middle of our Sutton uh, Sutton Drive. Gift, um, gift Drive. Yeah. Actually approaching the end. Yeah. Because we're December 14th today. Middle and of December. Isn't that something? As I said last, two weeks ago, my son's birthday, 22 today. Wow. Yep. That is so yep. cool. That is so cool. You know who else's birthday it was? Um, On December 14th? No, December 25th. Oh, the Jesus. Jesus. Guy. Yeah. Yes. Which, of Jesus. course, Robbie's kind of laughing at us because we probably all know it probably is not his birthday. <laughs> it's not actually yeah. December 25th. Yeah. But that's kind of what we're talking about it today. Is. But yeah, before absolutely. we get there, we want to talk about uh, what are we, we're getting ready to do. This is our second year in yeah. doing this. And so a it's now tradition. a longstanding it's a, tradition. Yeah. And what we did last year, Robbie, was we, we, in an effort to really promote and highlight, some of the local churches local church. in our community, we, we did 12 daily episodes of mm-hmm. Kingdom Culture Conversations in which G and I talked a little bit about some of the different Christmas messages that we heard from pastors that we just were really moved by. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah and so we're going to, starting tomorrow. Um, December 15th. December 15th, we're going to hear the 12 days of Christmas. And actually this year, it'll actually go one day beyond to December 26th. Oh. Okay. That's a little awkward, isn't it? Well, it's also (laughs) awkward. I think the 12 Days of Christmas starts on the 26th. Oh, it does. I think traditionally, right? The yeah, day. yeah. It starts after because then there's Epiphany, right? Isn't yeah, the, the Epiphany yeah. is tw- yeah in, okay. in January. Yeah. Well, I I think it can still be pretty special. I, I think it will. I be hope so. Because, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. So that's where we're headed. But today it's a yeah. special "What About Wednesday" episode with our friend Robbie Lashua from yep. Stand to Reason. Um, and we're going to get right into it today because yeah. this is a topic that that always seems to to percolate to the top uh, when Christmas comes around and you're dealing mm-hmm. with with folks that may not be walking the path of faith. And one of the things that they'll say is they'll they'll say, well, you know, Christmas the, is just a pagan holiday. The tree is a pagan symbol yeah. and. So, you know, I've also heard it said that, that no, Chris, Christmas is not pagan, but the day, December 25th is, or at least the reason that they chose to celebrate on that day, is pagan. Mm. Yeah, sure. So we're going to get into that today. We're going we're gonna to peel back some of those accusations and, and see what's there. Yeah. Uh, but, Robbie, have you heard of this critique? Gee, have, I mean, oh, yeah, you this familiar? comes up every year, right? <laughs> yeah. It's all over Facebook and Instagram. Instagram and, you know, people talk yeah. about it all the time, yeah. They have all the stories and... People, man. People are... There, there's something. Yeah. So right before Halloween, you, G, and I, Robbie, we talked about mm-hmm. whether or not Christians should be involved with Halloween. And you explained that there were three options. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you had one that you preferred. And I was wondering, it's we're way past Halloween. Should sure. I... Uh, it I applies to this, some, though. Yeah. yeah. It does. Yeah. So I think, um, I think that when it comes to a Halloween, uh, people have freedom to do what they want to do. And I don't think you should go against anything... That you're convicted of. Like, I don't like Halloween. 
Like, I just don't, I personally, I don't like it. I don't like the time. I don't like spooky stuff, but I don't like scary movies. I don't like, like, I have this thing, too, where, like, if I'm eating and something grotesque or scary is on TV, I can't eat anymore. Like, it just affects me. I, I don't like that stuff, yeah, right? Like, I if there's it. blood, I can't, you know, oh, some people right. can keep stuff in their face. I can't. So, anyway, I've been like that since I was a kid. So, I just don't like it, like, preference-wise. I just don't like it. But <clears throat> what's wrong, what's right? Right, that's what that's what it comes down to. And there's three options. Um, you can condemn the whole thing and just abstain completely. You can fully and completely participate in the thing of the culture, or you can redeem the cultural uh, celebration. I think those are only three options. Uh-huh. I know yeah. a lot of Christians who completely abstain from it. I know a lot who fully engage it and do everything, you know, to wearing sleazy, you know, costumes and things like that. Yeah. I, I kind of think that the Christian attitude should be in the middle of we're going to redeem it. And I mean, there's people coming to my house. Like, if you're into door to door evangelism, this is the year they're coming, they're to, coming you, to you, man. Like, yeah. So, <laughs> but you don't want to be that guy that just gives a track, man. You better give a no, track give and a f- some really good candy. Yeah, king size candy bars. Amen. Like, cool. yeah, that guy who like tips a fake dollar bill at the mm, you know with the, the track. This is the, more important than money. Do people hate that? <laughs> yeah. That's the worst. You, yeah, that that's turns you away you from do. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. So no, I think we should redeem it. And so um, my wife and I have moved on this a few years. Um, and, and this is cool. And I, I know a lot of people do stuff like this, like especially here in Arizona. The weather's nice, right? So build a, build a fire pit, you know, in your, in your front yard, in your driveway. Get some. Uh, we, we would make a bunch of cookies, and we'd have coffee and hot chocolate ready to go for people. So when parents come by, they have something, too, that they can take with them, right? That's something so fun. Cool. We get to know the neighbors, right? It's a great opportunity to get to know your neighbors. I saw one of my, one of my mentors from back in the day. He just did this up in, uh, in Colorado where he lives, and he got one of those cool, like, pizza ovens, you know? Like the oh, stove yeah. brick. He took it on the front, on the driveway, wow. and he was making pizzas for everybody. Like, wow. how cool would that be, right? Because it takes no time to bake those, right? They're really quick. Like yeah. minutes, so people yeah. can pick what they want. He slips it in. Wow. I, I, I saw he made, like, like something like 25 pizzas or something. Good for him. For his neighborhood, right? So these types of things. I know a, I, one of my friends uh, uh, owns a cigar company, and he gives out free cigars to his neighbors. <laughs> so there's a lot of wow. different things you could do, right? A little five-year-old dressed up as well, not Snow Not to the five-year-olds. <laughs> no, <laughs> just to the adults, <laughs> yeah. But um, there's so much you could do to redeem it, right? And yeah. and again, we're not partaking in it. We're not sacrificing cats to Satan on a pentagram. We're dressing up in Disney princess costumes. Well, I'm not. Gee, you might. I, but, you know, some I, people yeah, <laughs> did not this year. <laughs> yep. But we can redeem it. And so I think that that's an attitude. That's what Christian culture is all. That's what that's what Christianity is about, isn't it? Re- reconciliation, redeeming things. That's that's what we're kind yeah. of about. Well, and so. that key, you know, the meta narrative of biblical worldview is this whole idea of of creation. Fall, yep. redemption, yeah. yep. and then restoration. In our, er, yeah. in our culture, are we working to work past redemption into the restoration of the culture? Yeah. We have to be involved. Yep. We have to engage. And, and I, yep. think, I think for Halloween specifically, those three options, you can be a Christian and subscribe to any for one sure. of those three. That's yeah. what oh, I, for sure. I really want to he- hear that. If, yeah. you, if you're like, nope, we're not doing it, yeah, that's great. Yep. Yeah, or if we're going to fully embrace again, I don't see that as I, I'm with you on the number two option of yeah. of redeeming it. Yep. And yeah, you can go to heaven when you die making a lot of mistakes, right? Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, yeah. I'm going to be there. So that's yeah. that's great. But yeah, I, I think, uh, yeah, you got to do what I think personal conviction does come down to it, too. But also not looking down your nose at what other people are doing unless it's a 
cut and dry immoral thing. Yeah. yeah. So what we're going to do today is we're going to we're going to go through some of the elements of Christmas yeah. that are commonly thought to be paganized Pagan. yeah. or or what have you. And we're going to have we're going to ask the, the same question and just say hey, can these be redeemed? And and how would you redeem it? Or are they beyond redemption? Okay. So, yeah. we'll take a look. Let's yeah. let's move through them. Uh, number number one, 1, gift giving. Uh, not only is December a time to celebrate winter solstice, but between the 17th and 24th of the month, the Romans also celebrated Saturnalia. This was a pagan holiday in honor of the agricultural god Saturn. Romans would spend the week of Saturnalia, uh, much like how we spend Christmas holidays today, feasting, drinking, giving gifts, and being joyful. These days, we fork out lots of money on Christmas gifts. But back then, the Romans exchanged small gifts for the sake of good luck. The idea was to give a gift in the hope of bringing in a bountiful harvest the next year. Gift giving. Well, beyond redemption, or you know what's so crazy is that before the Romans were even doing this, uh, the Magi gave Jesus gifts. Three of them. <laughs> what? Yeah. yeah. Whoa, that's crazy. Probably funded their whole flight to Egypt, to be honest, right? With the gold. That's probably how they lived. Uh, really good Egypt. point. It's yeah. interesting. Um, so yeah, uh, I don't, I don't see that that's a only Roman pagan holiday thing. And if you want to go back further, didn't the didn't the Jews give offerings to God and gifts to God? And I mean, yeah. come on. So this is this is just bogus. Another thing I think is worth pointing out is, yeah, they would they would celebrate winter solstice between the seventeenth and twenty fourth of December, and it's usually closer to the seventeenth. The twenty fifth was never in play for the Romans. So when people try to equate, that's why Christians celebrate on the twenty fifth. That's not that's true not at it. all. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. I like those commercials though, where the the gal comes out and the lexus is wrapped up and got the bow on it for the i'm like i who where do you live i don't yeah. know maybe you're listening you got a lexus for christmas but well, that was never my uh is gift that, i yeah. is that a little uh, nod to what you're doing for erica this year it's a little <laughs> nod she will be receiving a lexus this, make this sure christmas. she doesn't listen to this that's episode. right that's right that's great all right, number two, the image of Santa Claus. And I think Santa Claus in particular is interesting. And then Christmas stockings. So our current modern-day image of Santa Claus, clad in red fur with a big white beard, was largely developed hmm. by Coca-Cola in the 1930s. Hmm. But the idea of an old man giving gifts to children dates back much earlier than that, back to the time, according to this author, of the pagans. Yep. Father Christmas, otherwise known as St. Nicholas, was a patron saint of the children, the poor, and prostitutes. Living around the 4th century AD, St. Nicholas was a generous bishop who was known for giving gifts to the poor, sporting a big beard and a long cloak, much like the Santa we know and love. But even before St. Nicholas, there was another bearded old man called Odin. This deity was worshipped by early Germanic pagan tribes traditionally portrayed as an old man with a long white beard with an eight-legged horse called Slipanir. I'm pronouncing that absolutely correct. Yeah. Slipanir. Yeah, sure. Who who would ride through the skies much like Santa's reindeer. During the winter, kids would fill their booties with carrots and straw and leave them by the chimney for Slipanir 
to feed on. Odin would fly by and reward the children with little presents in their booties, much Just like we do booties. <laughs> I'm also pronouncing that correct. Yeah. Is there something <laughs> awkward there? I... <laughs> For a junior higher in the room, yeah. Booties. Yeah. Okay. All right. The Santa Claus we all imagine in our heads today is a mishmash of the generous St. Nicholas, the god Odin, and Sleepanir and Coca-Cola's iconic red-dressed character. Thoughts? Doesn't matter. Who cares? Uh, I, I can, but The Odin thing, I don't even know if that's necessarily correct. Like, how much Norse mythology are we quoting here, right? This is just like folklore ideas. Um, so that's one thing. But St. Nicholas was actually a legit person yeah. mm-hmm. who went out and gave uh, gifts to people and helped people. And he was a Christian real person. Because we, we, I could... Honestly, I could pull up any bearded deity and talk about how they that gave good be. things. I mean, like, I could talk about, you know, Cyrus of Persia, and, like, once a year, they would give food and feast to all of their patrons because it was a way to keep people politically affiliated with them. I mean, I don't know. Like, we can point to yeah. examples anywhere like yeah. that, but that doesn't mean it's literally derived from that. I think the St. Nicholas thing is more true to where that traditions come from than the Odin thing. And well, Santa Claus, I mean, but let's be honest, Santa Claus is a polarizing yeah. topic. Oh, yeah, well, because lying comes into it. <laughs> and we're not supposed yeah. to bear false witness. Scripture's pretty clear on that. So do you lie to your kid in order for them to have a fantastical childhood, or do you tell the truth and ruin their life? I don't know. You know, that's you can one. tell the truth. You just want to be kid being the kid that tells the truth to his buddies. You know what my mom did? Yeah. I thought this was genius. Uh, she would say this, because uh, we'd ask her, is Santa Claus real? You know, whatever. And she would say, Santa Claus is a fictitious character. And yeah. until I was old enough to know what fictitious meant, <laughs> I didn't know what she was saying. Well done. She literally just told the truth. Yeah. And the other thing my parents did, which I thought was genius. And that, now my wife, she hates the idea of Santa. Because like, her dad would put like a dog poop up on the roof and act like reindeers were up there. And she uh. just felt betrayed. You know? <laughs> um, I don't think it was that big a deal. But So she doesn't want to lie to our kids, you know. Um, but let's give him kudos. Let's call that out. Dog poop on the roof. That's is pretty impressive. good. I know. That's I'm impressed impressive. by that. I've never heard that. Yeah. Never heard that was that. a good one. But um, but my parents also would, um, the only gifts I ever got from Santa my entire life were socks and underwear. Oh. And my parents gave me bikes. My parents mm. gave me PlayStations. Because and I asked my mom about that. She's like, "Yeah, why would we make some guy who's not real give you the cool? <laughs> g- we'll give you the cool gifts. He can give you yeah. socks and underwear that you need every year." I thought that was pretty smart too. That is yeah. smart to me, though. Yeah. There's something to like. I dress up as Santa at uh, JB Sutton. Yeah. When I deliver the present, and the joy in the kids' eyes. Yeah. Um, is so beautiful, and yep. so my wife too was an anti-Santa, <laughs> um, and uh, and I think there's some beauty, like some Christian beauty, to giving something to your children and not getting credit for it. Yeah, that's true. Um, Humility yeah. in it, or yeah, that's yeah. right. Well, in in there, I think there's this, this is a little bit of a stretch, mm-hmm. but yeah. but I'm going to make it. Well, nonetheless. We're stretching all over. We're here. stretching all yeah. over the place here. When when Jesus told parables, mm-hmm. they weren't literally true. They they pointed to a deeper truth. That's right. Yeah. And and what I did with my kids is I just sit down and said, yeah. <laughs> You know, and and I just it, I I'll never forget. We're in the car. It's it's like closer to July Fourth than Christmas, and my oldest son goes, "Now, hey, wait a minute!" And suddenly, right there on that July Fourth, the magic was over. And I think they were like in first grade, or, or George Brown's like, "Wait a minute, I've I've got some questions about Santa." <laughs> but what we explained to him was, "Hey, listen, this 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 fun." points to something yeah. deeper. Yeah. Number one, it points to how deeply you are loved by your mom and dad. 
we just love you so much. And then we can unpack the truths of sure. gift giving and, and so on and so forth. Yeah. So a little bit of a stretch, but nevertheless, yeah. Yeah. it is what it is. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> Christmas caroling. The next one yeah. is Christmas caroling. While the carols we sing for like Christmas, Christmas caroling? are und- – I think so. Do people still do this? Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. While the carols we sing are undeniably Christian, the tradition itself of going door to door singing to your neighbors comes from another pagan tradition called wassailing. The rather funny word comes from the Anglo-Saxon phrase of wassail, translated to good health. Every year, wassailers would roam through their villages in small groups, singing loudly with the aim of banishing evil spirits Mm. and wishing good health to those around them. No wassailing uh, group was complete without the traditional drink on hand made from moldel, curdled cream, roasted apples, eggs, ugh. Like eggnog kind of thing? Eggnoggy, yeah. I don't know what it's this like is. It's like apple cider and eggnog mixed. Yeah. Spices and sugar. In the 13th century, St. Francis took inspiration from these happy choirs and started the tradition of Christmas caroling. That's a perfect picture of redemption, right? Is. It is. It's great, yeah. I like that. It reminds me of saying "God bless you" when somebody sneezes. Exactly. Isn't that part of? It's not a superstition. There's a little bit of superstition of the evil spirits are coming out of you. Yep. But now we redeemed it and said "God bless you." So I. You got a problem with with Christmas caroling? I. If you do, I still love you and so does Jesus. But (laughs) come on, man. And some Christmas carols have such great theology. Yeah. Oh. Like God rest you, merry gentlemen. Yeah. Oh, holy night is one of my. Yeah. Very All of them, right? Little yeah. town of Bethlehem. Jingle you know bells. the okay. The worst Christmas carol though. This is the, this is hideous. This is satanic. Yeah. The little drummer boy. It's awful. It's yeah. awful. <laughs> they we're just making stuff up now. Why isn't yeah. there like a little pizza boy at the right. at the birth of Christ? Like, you make anything up now? Yeah. I hate that song. <laughs> Maybe we should do a what about Wednesday about what about little drummer boy? Little drummer no, boy. We can get somebody uh, else. I don't want to talk about that. That's the, that's the worst. It's everybody funny. Everybody like, sings it, and it's like people get all emotional. I'm like, it's not true. Yeah. <laughs> there was no drummer boy there. I just love <laughs> it for King and Country. But I just love the drums. I don't really look at the words much on yeah. that one. So, yeah. but I. I get you that's funny <laughs> all right here's our there's last always one a funny comic about that right so. <laughs> yeah what's our last one mr brown our last one this is the doozy oh decorating christmas trees oh we sure oh. have taken a lot of inspiration from the romans writes yep. this author and, and i'll link to this in the show notes i can't remember the author's name we've taken a lot of inspiration from the romans and tree decorating is just another borrowed tradition Besides feasting, drinking, and exchanging gifts during Saturnalia, Romans would also hang small metal ornaments on trees outside their homes. Each of these little ornaments represented a god, either Saturn or the family's personal patron saint. Early Germanic tribes practiced a similar tree decorating tradition, this time with fruits and candies and candles to honor the god Odin. There he is again. He's all over the place. Troublesome Odin. Uh, throughout the winter solstice. Christians seem to have merged the tree decorating with ornaments, candles, and fruits to make Christmas tree decorating one extravagant tradition. Mm-hmm. So in the Lashua home, will there be a Christmas tree this year? Yes, and we actually get a live one because I don't like Oh, you ones. do? I like you the smell of a live it? one. We, we usually buy it. We tried yeah. to cut it once, but there's not good ones that grow here. I like, know. They always, they're always janky. And Anyways. Yeah. yeah, so we always buy it. But yeah, there'll be a Christmas tree for sure. And... um. There, again, there's Christian imagery in this. The evergreen tree, yeah. right? It's always 
green. It's all it doesn't die and fade. And so it's funny to me how people try to merge this with winter solstice, but a tree that doesn't die and fade. Like I think it's I think a lot of these these folklore things that get pushed. If you dig into it, sometimes these people copied stuff from Christianity, and I'm not saying that with yeah. the with the Christmas mm. tree, it's a really but that good happens point. a lot. And even so, the Christmas tree thing—it's another act of redemption, as far as I'm concerned. If this stuff's true, but yeah. the other side of it is there's so much that's come out lately where it's like people have just said these things, and then if you dig into them, it's not actually how things were. Uh, like especially the the December 25th thing, you know, people talk like. Constantine took winter solstice and he made December 25th Christ's birthday instead. There's evidence of Christians celebrating Jesus' birth on December 25th, or 25th like 100 years prior to Constantine. Uh. And it's because Augustine said Jesus was born on March 25th, which nine months later would be December 25th. Mm. So there's Christian, there's weird Christian tradition wow. about December 25th. So sometimes we say, well, we all know that that's probably not his birthday. There's some tradition that says, no, that's totally when he was born. That's the time he was born. Wow. And I don't I, I haven't dug into all of it, yeah. but there's this no. huge African tradition that that's when he was born. The Donatists even adopted that for a time. Like it's it's a thing way prior to Constantine. Well, and you go back to something I've heard you talk about, Robbie, and, and I've heard it said that there's really only ever one story that every story ever told is yeah. echoes of the story. That's right. You know, yeah. and so you look at these traditions, you look at these different things that, that we pursued during the season, mm-hmm. and in some form, I, I do believe they're echoes of the original truth. Yeah. Well, and it just gets silly to a point, because it's like, okay, you know, pagans breathe air, so should we same not air breathe, we breathe Same yeah. air. Pagans eat at restaurants. Are we, <laughs> yeah. I mean, so you go, okay, what are we talking about here? Now, we got to be biblical. And we don't do things that the Bible condemns, so we don't practice divination and sorcery, right? We, of course. Yeah. But is is a Christmas tree that? Of course, it's not that. Yeah. A bigger thing here for me is I I wonder like if we wouldn't need to know the date, it'd be in the scriptures. Yeah. If we, we don't. Yeah. Know, we don't need to know. Like, and we've turned it into such a you got to watch the Charlie Brown Christmas, right? Because mm-hmm. you know it's commercialization. There's so much money being involved. Like, yeah. To me, Easter. Is the one that's the bigger holiday? That's yeah. the one that I want a season for. Yep. Yeah. And uh, and then we'll talk about bunnies later, I guess, and chocolate. <laughs> but um, but really, like, he was born that day, which is really great. But yeah. what he did um, three and a half or thirty three years later yep. is what's changed your life and my life. Amen. And uh, we are so thankful for that. So that's right. Um, people, Merry Christmas. I know. I hope we can say that still. Yes, um, we we'll can say Merry Christmas. Uh, we love you. Um, Jesus loves you. Uh, celebrate Jesus. I'll, I'll cliche it. He's the reason for the season. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Um, I think there's T-shirts of that, but <laughs> but so um, true. Bumper stickers. Sure. So true. So, it's so true. true. And we'll look forward to seeing y'all in the new year. Well, um, and and don't forget to enjoy the next twelve days. Twelve days. Twelve days of Christmas. Twelve mm-hmm. pastors. Twelve right. local churches. Yep. Yeah. And uh, and it'll be really good. Enjoy and, that. And the bonus of the and 26th. a bonus episode on the twenty sixth. Yep. yep. God bless y'all. Take care. Northwest Christian School has made Biblical Worldview online courses available to all high school students for transcript credit, regardless of whether they attend public school, private school, charter school, or homeschool. Frameworks is an exciting new initiative utilizing the learning management system of Grand Canyon University. For more information, visit BibleClassesForPublicSchools.com.